The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you're listening to the podcast, it is Friday, September 23rd. If you're watching with us live on YouTube, it is Thursday, September 22nd, and it is a picks show with Pete Prisco and RJ White. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? Good. How's going? How are you? You good? Everybody I'm good? good? I'm great. Grand. Fantastic. Did you get all your research done? Uh, almost all of it. I needed like two or three more games, but I don't think I have any best bets on these games. So, and, and I've got most of my DFS research done too. So that's by the way, it was great. The rundown was sent out today. RJ's picks all there. My picks all there. Whose picks weren't there? Mm. Um, <laughs> was that an answer? I think, what, I think what he's doing. I think what he's doing is that uh, he's officially zero and zero since we never get his picks. So it's better than his normal record. <laughs> what is, what is, oh! Hey, Pete, have you heard the new drops that we added for the regular shows? I know you listen daily, but just you might have missed them. What is happening here? And then uh, what is- these are from the Bengals' losses the first two weeks. Oh, I missed it badly! You like this? Well, I mean, yeah, I bet Breach loves them, too. No, 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 we play them, like, way too much, Breach, just to, like, harass Breach. But, okay, so what are the records, by the way? Because nobody knows. No, your, yours are like in thin air. Nobody knows what he has. I went three and three last week. What do you, what, 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 I, look, I have my best bets already in my picks. I can tell you exactly what they are. I had one on Thursday night. You could, you know, I had the under, but that doesn't count because this show's recorded on Thursday. And then, you know, we don't, we don't include Thursday night football. Um, let's see. I have the Bengals as a best bet. I have the Chiefs as a best bet. I have the Lions over as a three, no, actually, excuse me, a 15 unit. Super whale max bet. Best bet. This week. This week. This week. Yes. What was your record last week? So you're three and three. Three and three. Last three and three week. last week. Although me and RJ have no idea if you were. I read Debo. Do I write him down the run? Is Debo still here? I don't know if Debo even works here anymore. No, you did not. 
I added them in the rundown. I, I read them at the end of the show. I literally said, here are my best bets. And I read off six best bets at the end of the show. Pete, that is not true. I, 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 I read all three of our best bets at the end of the show. I looked at it and it's not in the rundown. We have no idea. It's like magic. You just, I just went three and three. You should say you went three and three every week. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could go three and three every week most of the time. You went four and you went four and two. RJ went four and three. Overall, Pete nine and three. RJ seven and six. I'm five and eight. Uh, Debo says he's killing the parlay. Yeah, what, what what's the decision behind that? I want to know the rationale behind that. Because we never hit it. We, once in in a decade, right? We haven't we hit, hit, it, like, we haven't hit it since the 2020 season. I don't believe. Yeah, we hit it like twice, right? Like right out the gate, and then like never again. 2020. That's right. And then like 2021, we didn't get anything. Um, yeah. Did you are you aware that Debo is also retiring? Retiring from the podcast? No, seriously, he's done. I had heard rumblings to that effect. He he's he had been trying to leave for several months. Um, I think I'm, I'm assuming Billy is also on this podcast, but Billy's Billy's the new podcast producer. Uh, Devo is finally out, out, but like slowly transitioning his way out. He's on a call right now, so he actually can't respond. If you want to, if you want to, Pete, look, he has harassed and harangued you throughout his entire tenure of the podcast. Um, he is on a call. He can't respond to you, any criticism that you provide of him right now. So feel free to fire away. He's He hasn't harassed me at all. Nobody harasses me. I don't take it. What What do you <laughs> – this is not true. Diva, I know how you feel about Devo. I love Devo. <laughs> He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Um, are you are you are you sad that well, I guess you should be happy now that I don't have a I won't have my uh, my my uh, my rat in the building. What I don't figure out is what I can't figure out if Debo's gone, who the hell is going to keep you in line? Billy doesn't know I, what he's got in store. Billy I mean, I mean, he at least <laughs> tried to keep you in line. And it was he did a great job. Thing. He did a great job. Look, he managed to turn this into a possibly award-winning podcast. Yeah, right. Oh, which we'll find out about in um, a week from Friday. Very Eight exciting. days. And keeping you is. in line, he should be getting the gold medal for keeping you in line. Plus the Presidential the Medal of Freedom. Yeah, I mean, my God. <laughs> Trying to get you on, on time every day is a, is a work. It's work. Ryan Riley in the chat says, keep the parlay. It's fun to fade. It does kill. Does mush. Wait, what do we what do we lose on the Saints? Yeah, it was 2-1. and one last. I mean, we're never 0-3, oh so if you fade yeah. it, you're not winning anyway. So. Yeah, you oh. leave it anyway, Diva. We're keeping the parlay. Uh, it wasn't just my decision. There's, there's, there's people across this company that wanted to kill the parlay. I fought for it a little bit, but not too hard. Okay. Who say are people? Say hi, EK. Say hi. Hey, EK. Is it EK? That's exactly who wanted to kill it. There's Steer more. The chat. Hey, more if, you're, if, you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, right? Hashtag save the parlay in the chat. Yeah, save the parlay. It's good. Good. Uh, good. Good hashtag there, Steve. Um, anyway, the, the parlay did not hit. It went two and one. Maybe we'll do one more parlay for Debo. If it hits, we'll uh, we'll buy him a present on the way out. If it doesn't, we buy him nothing. Uh, either way, we buy him nothing. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you should be buying. Prince, you should be take off the pawn. Be a man. You should be buying him a ton of stuff as much as he bailed you out in the process of this podcast. Yeah, probably. Yeah, his present is not working with you anymore. Yeah, that's a gold. That's the golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If the parlay hits, you have to stay on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too worried about that then. Wow. Oh, ouch, ouch. All right. Um, you want to start with these picks? 
We're already behind. Yeah, let's go. We're already behind Pace from last week. Last week's fastest ever picks podcast. Love that one. I know. Let's I'll, I'll break, pretend break I have to leave. That I'll, I'll pretend I have to leave town in like in like five minutes. Um, Bills minus six at the Dolphins. A fascinating matchup. The Dolphins two and zero. The Bills two and zero. The Bills have looked like the best team in football by a pretty wide margin so far through two weeks. The Dolphins have. I, at the risk of angering to and on further have gotten a little lucky in terms of some of their scoring and in terms of coming back and beating the Ravens, they should have lost that game, but they didn't. And they're two and oh, they're high scoring. They're fun to watch. Mike McDaniel has changed her identity. The total here, 52 uh, Pete. Do you think that, that two and on can take out your Buffalo bills? Well, they're not my Buffalo bills. They're RJ's Buffalo bills. And do I think they're going to take out Buffalo? No, I do not. Two hasn't played well against the Bills. Uh, he, you know, he, he and Buffalo has owned them in recent years. And what's to think Miami's defense, which couldn't stop Lamar Jackson last week, is going to stop the Bills? So I say no. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, it's so obvious that it, to me that it looks like it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. So I would probably lean to the over more than anything. But I, I don't, I can't back Miami. Nobody plays as bad a defense as the Baltimore Ravens played in the final in the final quarter of that game last week. Oh my Except god! The, for the Cleveland Browns against the Jets, <laughs> but the busted coverages is the same thing. They don't know what they were doing. They had no idea. And yeah, Hill and Waddle can run and they can fly, but those were not just running by guys. Those were busted coverages. It was terrible. So my lean would be to the Bills and the over, but uh, I had a sneaky suspicion that somebody's going to play the. I'm not going to get this Christmas present game and hope he gets the Christmas present. I have a best bet on Miami. As much as I love there the you Bills. The line moved one and a half points after Buffalo. They were expected to win, and the line moves one and a half off of the line. And so I guess the people that, that moved it did not consider Buffalo as good as they, they looked against Tennessee, and that really changed their minds. I mean, I had Buffalo as the number one team. I have eight and a half points better than an average team. That's as high as I'm going to go on a team in, in week three. Um, I think Miami deserves three points for home field advantage. I think you do have to respect the offense. They might not be playing Buffalo in this game. Buffalo secondary beat up. We saw Dane Jackson leave with injury, had to go to the hospital. We know Trey White is still out. Micah Hyde missing practice. Jordan Poyer is not going to practice Thursday. So I don't know if the secondary is the Buffalo secondary at this point. So we'll see. They might have to deal with some busted coverages there. It might not matter if the, the D-line can get in and um, you know rough up. Tua and uh, make him throw early, but we'll see. I know as good as Buffalo is, I just can't see him as plus nine against Miami on a neutral because I think Miami is a solid team. Big edge on the, on defense, obviously, if Buffalo is healthy because Miami looking ugly um, thanks to those Baltimore big plays. But Miami what receiver deal going to be tough to cover, even if you did have the, the cornerbacks there. So even if Miami defense can't stop the Buffalo offense, I think they can backdoor cover here because the secondary isn't going to be at full strength. So I like Miami plus six is the best bet. I'm with you on this total, Pete. Like, I don't understand how this game stays under 60 points. Like, I mean, it, it, especially if those injuries that RJ just described are to the Bills secondary are, are real. I mean, like, this is big play potential waiting to happen. The, the Bills are a, like, high, high octane, you know, deep strike, big play offense that can torture you at any moment. We saw Miami's more than willing to give those up. And then, you know, conversely, if, if if Buffalo is missing guys in the secondary, particularly those two safeties who are so key to what they do on defense, then Miami and Tyreek and, you know, Tua and Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddle are going to be able to score points as well. Plus, we saw what they, they're like in a comeback mode. It won't be like Tennessee where Malik Willis is suddenly under center and, and not really wanting to pass in the third quarter. Um, I mean, it feels kind of chaw- – like, this is going to be the number one – 
own, like number one game in terms of DFS ownership by by wide margin, I would think. So I'm I kind of want to take the over as the best bet, but um, I don't have it listed originally on my picks, and I'm, it feels a little chalky. So I'm gonna pass. But I mean, I I think Buffalo wins and covers, but you know. Miami could easily storm through the back door with the with the weapons they have, and we you know given what we saw from them last week. I just think several of the Miami scores over the first two weeks, you know, the 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 you know the strip sack fumble at the goal line against the Patriots, that that kind of fluky fourth and seven um, right before halftime to Waddle, and then you had those comeback scores where they were down like twenty eight seven and a half, I believe. I mean, you know, a little not not your normal course of action score. So I, I think the Bills are the better team. I think the Bills take care of business, but certainly that is a lot of points. Moving along to the Ravens at the Patriots. The Ravens, who just lost to the Dolphins, are minus three on the road at New England. Uh, Baltimore looks extremely explosive, or at least in the last six quarters has looked extremely explosive. Uh, this total is actually kind of a, a sneaky 43 and a half. The, the Patriots haven't done anything on offense here to four, Pete, um, do you think they get rolling against the Ravens? I do. I think they're. I, I think they're going to win this game outright. Um, I, I think Baltimore's defense has major problems, and I know New England hasn't done much on offense. What's the right now? Who? What's the weakest unit on the field? Is it the Baltimore defense or the New England offense? Mm. Because Baltimore defense can't rush the passer. They're bad in the secondary. They give up a ton of big plays. I, I would lean. To uh, I, I like New England to win the game outright, so I'll take the Patriots plus the points. And, and worth noting too, RJ, is that um, Lamar Jackson's status is up in the air. You know, they well, he, he was wearing you know protective equipment, but I, I, there's no doubt that he's going to play. They yeah, yeah, I mean, he's going to play, but he's I mean, he's at least limited to some degree. Correct. The picture surfaced to that, and people started speculating, and, he, and Harbaugh came out right away. It's a nice playing. You know, don't worry about that. Buffalo's offense number one in yards per play, thanks to explosive plays. I think the New England defense can limit those. Um, it's hard to give Ball, the New England defense. What you mean, right? you said, What's that? You said Buffalo, I think. The the Baltimore offense is number one in yards per play. Yeah. Um, hard to give New England defense much credit for slowing down a bad Pittsburgh offense, but they were solid against Miami. We saw what Miami did the next week. Um, New England passing game, not great, but yeah, I can't exploit Baltimore if the injuries affect defensive back depth uh, like you guys are talking about. This number kind of feels right to me. Uh, I have Baltimore rated still probably a little too high and not taking into account as much their injuries. They're the number three team for me right now um, because and I think that's probably more projecting what they are at full strength rather than what we're going to see on the field. So I, I probably have it a little high, so I would lean to New England plus three, but I don't, I don't love New England, so it's just a lean. Yeah, I don't um... – I had the Ravens winning it in my picks, but I don't really feel I, I don't really feel good about it. I mean, it's uh, it the Pats getting three at home and against as Pete points out a, a very questionable defense with Lamar banged up. Like, how much will we be able to run? Uh, Belichick is very good at taking away your best option. Will he, you know, try to corral uh, Lamar and make him stay in the pocket and then play a bunch of like you know different zone pattern stuff behind that? I, you know, I. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about it. I think if I had a lean to bet anything, it would actually be the over. Uh, the only because 43 and a half is like suspiciously high, and I, I can see there being 45 ish points in this. Um, I'll take the Ravens, but but not a uh, not a best bet by any stretch of the imagination. The Eagles at the artist formerly known as the Washington Football Team. The Eagles minus six and a half. My Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, uh, new producer Billy. Also, he's actually an Eagles fan, unlike fake Debo, like fake Eagles fan Debo. You know, Debo's secretly a Minnesota Vikings fan. He's pretended to be an Eagles fan the last few years to try and garner uh, this little run that, that Foles and Woods have been on. As, 
Will Billy cry if they win a Super Bowl? Um, I don't know. Billy, are you going to cry if the Eagles win a Super Bowl this year? I cry if the Eagles win the, win the Super Bowl this year for sure. You will? Okay. All right. You can't fake because, those tears. You can't fake those tears, Brinson. <laughs> because, I mean, we know Debo cried for yeah. when they won. Yeah, he's not that good of an actor. He didn't fake those tears. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Commanders this week as one of my best bets. I, I think this is an overlay. Over The line is way too high based on what happened the other day. Um, and I just think it's short week, out on the road, division game. Um, they know you. You know them. I know it's a new season and all, but I, I just think this is too many. Uh, the Eagles will probably win the game, but it's going to be tight. I'll take the Commanders plus the points. The Philly offense centers around the run game. Washington's defense last in rush yards per play by a huge margin. The Washington offense looks good on paper. Couldn't get 15 yards in any first half drive against Detroit. You talk about the artist formerly known as a football team. What I saw in the first half there, that didn't look like a football team. So both of <laughs> these teams played Detroit on the road, and Philly looked like the far superior team in those matchups. Um, no home field advantage here for Washington. Philly fans are going to you know, brush a stand. They love their team. This year they're going to be excited about it. So they might outnumber Washington fans in, in the stands in this game. I think Philly's defense is good enough to prevent a backdoor cover here. I would lean to Philly minus 6.5, um, but it shot up so high from the look ahead that I don't think there's any value in it. So I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I, I took the Eagles against the spread, but not as a best bet. I do have, however, the over as a best bet. And Pete, I think you actually have it as an uh, over as a best bet too. Both of them. I got both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't mention well. the over, but yeah, you have you have yeah. it written down on the on the run now, right? Right above where it says Brinson's best bet, uh, Eagles over. I, I just think the Eagles, like we we've seen this Washington team. So we, we saw with the Eagles against the Lions, a sort of a similar way I think it could play out where. The Eagles, you know, ground game gets going. Hurts is moving the football with his legs. They, you know, they get up, and you're for, you you force the other team to become one dimensional, and that's where Washington's uh, garbage time points to push this total over come and play. Like it's thirty five, or it's like I don't know, twenty eight to fourteen, and the Eagles. I, I, I just think they're gonna be points in this. Washington is going to get some points. I don't think it'll be totally snuffing them out. Um, if we get to halftime, it's like 24-7, a la uh, Philadelphia, Minnesota, then I'll be a little bit worried because just what we saw from, from Philadelphia being able to lean into uh, that defense. I, I think they're the better team. I think they will uh, win the football game, and I think they will cover. But my best bet is on the over. Pete has uh, the over and Washington as well. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, more best bets next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Raiders at Titans. Raiders minus two, over under 45 and a half. Pete, two extremely desperate teams here. 
uh, coming off. Like, would you rather have your heart ripped out by Kyler Murray 15 times on fourth down, or would you rather just be bludgeoned to death by the Bills? Like, which one is a more painful loss? Well, one was at home, so it's – I mean, that's much more – And in prime time. Yeah, I mean, but when the Raiders lose at home, I mean, that's much more of a – Yeah, it's on the road. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, but in this game, I think the Raiders are the better team. I don't think the Titans are a good football team right now. And, and they have all kinds of issues. I mean, we're not just talking about Tannehill. Everybody wants to point to him. The receivers are an issue right now. Does Derrick Henry look like Derrick Henry? He hasn't come close to looking like that. And on the other side of the ball, they don't rush the passer that well. And the secondary got carved to shreds last week. So I think Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and gang are going to go in there and find a way to win this game and cover the number. I think the Raiders is the best bet. The Raiders, I think, are the better team. I agree with this line move one and a half points after Tennessee was embarrassed by Buffalo. I don't think there's any shame in getting embarrassed by Buffalo. We're treating them like the uh, the 07 Patriots with some of these lines. So a lot of teams are going to get embarrassed by them. Um, the market seems to have forgotten the Raiders are 0-2, and they just put together an awful second half. They should have won that game. It's got to be devastating when you when you come away, figure at halftime, you're, you got that in the bag, and then you just completely fall apart there. A Vegas offense, 25th in sack rate. Tennessee's defense actually fifth. I know the pass rush, you mentioned he doesn't look good, but Jeffrey Simmons is a problem for that Vegas O-line. I think he's going to dominate in the trenches in this game and be the difference. Vegas defense, they have the names on, on the edge rush. They're last in sack rate despite their talent. Um, but the Taylor Bowen injury is huge. You know, that is a, that's a massive uh, difference for Tennessee there. Um, Henry, I think, is going to take over a game eventually, but it could be against this mediocre D, but I'm not sure. As you said, he doesn't look great. The Lawan injury makes me hesitant to play plus two. I was going to play Tennessee plus two as a best bet. I think it's a great still teaser leg. I don't think the Raiders, from what we saw last week, are going to blow out anyone. So I tease Tennessee up to plus eight is the first leg of my teaser. Yeah, Lawan is a is a major problem because I mean, I mean we we I think we've seen him go down early to midway through the season before the offense really sputtered for a couple of weeks. I mean, maybe they'll figure it out. I think I trust Rabel to to get that going. I I had um, I've got the over forty five and a half as a best bet here as well. I'm feeling overishy this week, and I don't care. Um, I, I think Tennessee wins the game too. The the you know what? I'm gonna take I, I'm gonna take the Titans plus two as a best bet anyway. I don't care. Um, Titans and the over both best bets. I think my theory that I want to operate on here is the if you play the Bills, you're not as bad as you look. Like that's people. People are like, oh man, and I, I agree that t- Tennessee is not a great team, but he stretched the imagination. The AJ Brown thing is clearly a an issue for them. But it's like it, it, we're remembering what we saw when teams played Buffalo. And it's like, wow, the Rams suck in week one. And wow, the Titans suck in week two. It's entirely possible the Bills are just that good and are going to dominate teams like that on a weekly basis for a lengthy stretch here. And if that's the case, we're going to get some value early on in the season on teams who just played them. So I'm taking Titans plus two and the over 45 and a half as a best bet in this game. The Texans are playing the Bears in what can only be described as a um, – Hopefully best, on Fox. Best matchup of the weekend. Yeah, hopefully that game's on Fox so I can so we can talk about how great it, or, or how uh, how questionable it is. The Bears are actually getting some uh, little steam here. Minus two and a half, minus one twenty at Caesars. Uh, the over under forty in the Lovey Smith revenge game. Will the team? I, you have to imagine, Pete, that the Texans every player will try harder this week for Lovey Smith. Well, you got a team playing back-to-back road games in the Texans, which is tough, and you have a team that's playing like they're in 1950 in the Bears. They don't throw the ball. I know the first game had weather, but they don't throw it at all. 
There's no threat. And uh, I think the Texans they have 28 play. passing attempts so far it's this season. Terrible. It's 28. Terrible. I don't care about the weather. The first game I get it, but you got to throw more than you did last week. The problem isn't the number of passes. It's when they pass, they run in the ball, they go away from the run, start passing, they go back to the run. I don't understand what they were doing. So I think the Texans play good defense. We saw that last week. I think they're going to play good defense here. And I'm going to take the Texans. I think they win this game. I think Davis Mills didn't play well last week, had a couple drops as well. I think this is going to be a game where the Texans go up there. It's going to be ugly like you would expect, but I think they find a way to win a low-scoring game. Houston's offense last in yards per play, but at least Davis Mills isn't throwing picks and making making mistakes in that sense. Uh, the Chicago offense worst sack rate in the league. Um, so you know you talk about when they do pass, uh, it seems not, it's not taking teams off guard because people are getting to the to the quarterback anyway. Um, Houston's defense has been impressive versus two teams before the season. We a lot of the people thought were playoff teams. Indy, I thought for sure everybody thought was a playoff team. Denver, you could argue back and forth, but but Houston's been impressive so far. So I'm surprised Chicago's laying points to anyone. I'm with Pete. I would back Houston plus two and a half looks like you're going to be able to get three so wait for the three uh jump all over it at three um but it, we're playing two and a half so i made it the second leg of my teaser houston plus eight and a half chicago might not score you know nine points in a game uh, much less beat a team by nine points so i'm gonna uh survival pool with some buddies that uh there's like already it's down to like 12 people already just because of the chaos that's happened and like i i i'm convinced that there will be a lot of people i don't know about this 12 person remaining league but like i think if you're in a bigger league there's gonna be a lot of people who take the bears this week and i think it's a big big mistake like i, I agree yeah. I think the titans are going to win this game but i mean you, you know if you just look around the if you look at the various games and the options that you have they're just not there haven't been very many good uh, survivor options the first three weeks last week maybe some better ones uh it was still got a little dicey uh whether it was denver or, or or the rams this week there's just not a ton and i feel like if you're in a bigger pool you're thinking man i get one shot to use the bears i might use them here is that is that a, I, I know yeah. that i want to do that do, don't you think that'll happen it's it's not a 32 week season though like why would you ever use the bears when they're not a top 25 team much less you know a top 16 teams or 17 team i mean what what, what team would you go i would i think the chargers is probably the answer right if, if we're fine with Herbert's health, Chargers are, are the obvious pick. Um, I kind of all my pathing for Survivor was built around using the Chargers in week three. Um, just began. I know the Jaguars look a little bit better than we thought, but um, that just seemed like a home run spot to use them here with the other matchups. The other one was going to be Cincy at, at the Jets. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we know Zach Wilson's not back there. So I think that one's okay. Um, I'm a little hesitant to use uh, Minnesota. Uh, the, the thing I would do if you're worried about Herbert's health is my plans use Chargers this week, Philly next week against Jacksonville. Just flip them. Philly has a good matchup this week. We think they're going to be, be – I think they're going to beat Washington. Jack, uh, Chargers have a good matchup next week. They play the Texans. So, I mean, you just flip those two and you're fine. So, you, basically, you're look, look at Herbert's health and decide – because, I mean, like, you, you could get a – you could get a – is it Case, it's Chase Daniel situation, right? Right. Yeah, yeah it's Case Keenum's in, uh, in, in uh, Buffalo. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, you know <laughs> – by the way, I think uh, somebody on the – podcast pointed this out or somebody pointed this out to me is it the same doctor who jabbed yes yep Ty- tyrod taylor is like still yeah. there yes i mean like I-, I guess they like like okay look you made a major major medical m- like mishap but you did get us to play herbert sooner than we thought we were going to so yeah, right. we're gonna let you stick around we know you won <laughs> yeah i mean what the hell uh anyway yeah i mean i would uh, i think the texans are gonna win this game low scoring game i mean might lean towards the under but I don't know. It, pretty gross game. You don't want to watch a lot of that game, I don't think. The Bengals at the Jets. The 0-2 Bengals. Mm. 
Yeah, are you guys aware of the 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 curse that's going on with the Bengals? Ryan Wilson, since since Ryan Wilson got his tattoo, the Bengals of Snoopy, the, it's the Snoopy curse. The Bengals ha, are, are are winless. They cannot win, and now they're playing another Joe Cool, aka Snoopy's nickname, in Joe Flacco in uh, in New York. Bengals minus six over under forty five here, Pete. Do the Bengals get their first win, or do I get to continue banging these sound drops? What is happening here? Uh, they get their first win. They've started slowly the last two weeks, and and the offensive line has not been that good, particularly the tackles. They've been bad, both of them. Lyle Collins has been bad. Jonah Williams has been bad. They're better players than the way they've played. I think they'll settle in, play better here. Uh, you know, there's some criticism now of Joe Burrow. He's holding the ball. He's doing this. He's doing that. Um, I, I mean, think people, are, people are asking, would you rather have two or Joe Burrow? That's a fair question. Oh, right? That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Nobody Stop knows. asking that. Whoever asked that question should be taken out of the business. It's a terrible question. I mean, you may, you may um, be locking down Dan Fouts for the rest of his career. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. too hard. Dan Fouts. Yeah, yeah so you're getting yeah. future Dan Fouts. <laughs> yeah, as, as one Brady Quinn said. Um, I, I think this is a get-right game for the Bengals. It's desperation. They're a better team. They'll win this game, and I think they'll cover it as well. I have them as a best bet. We locked our lines in at minus five. It's now up to six. So I have them as best bet minus five at six. It would probably only be a lean. I think that's about what the line should be. Since he's offense is 31st in yards per play, 31st in sack rate, but those are two tough matchups where you put any team against Pittsburgh and Dallas, TJ Watt and Micah Parsons to start the year, and they're going to look pretty bad on their offensive line. Uh, Jets defense does not have an elite pass rush, and they're beatable in the pass game over the top. It's bad news when you're playing Jamar Chase. He could have one of his 190-yard games and two touchdowns in this matchup. Um, since he's D, he needs to generate more pressure, but they are good on third down will Flacco have back-to-back good games I think it's pretty safe to bet against that back Flacco just reeling off with uh, consecutive good games uh, since he's offense going to improve as the season progresses we know Burrow missed time in in August in camp dealing with the appendix issue serious issue he wasn't going to ever start the season 100% he's going to look better second half of the year than he has first half and he's going to progress as the year goes along so you, you put that factor in along with the offensive line factor having to face those elite pass rushes I think this offense definitely has better days ahead I think they cover the minus five that's a best bet for me at six it's just a lean yeah we um i mean i i, I have it as a best bet as well with cincinnati so we're, we, we do get five right like that's our it's it's shot up a point today i believe right yeah yeah it's shot up a whole point today um it, actually the thing about the jets is everyone's hyped up about you know the the jets being one and one and robert salas got receipts if Nick Chubb goes down the way that he should have, and Nick Chubb has gone down, like gone down before he scored uh, previously, and like on a sixty-yard, what would, would have been a sixty-yard touchdown run back in two thousand and twenty, then it's the Jets have scored twenty-three points on the entire season, right? Because I believe they they scored fourteen, they scored seventeen points in the fourth quarter. So I guess actually it would be um, seventeen, so it's twenty-six. No, it was fourteen after that. After that, yeah. So so in. In, in theory, the, the Jets would really just have 26 points in the whole season. They are not a explosive offense. They had two like plays. Two, two. You know, one was a completely d- disastrous busted coverage over the top uh, to to Corey Davis. Like I, I think the Bengals' defense is good enough to prevent that. I think Cincinnati's offense, as RJ points out, does have better days ahead. This is you play Michael Barson to TJ Watt. Probably, I mean, two of the top. I don't know four pass rushers in the league, maybe the two, maybe the two top pass rushers in the league. And, and so given that Carl Lawson's played better, I, I have the Bengals as the best bet as well. I think the Bengals are a pretty good option in, in survivor too. You just have to be, you know, hold your nose and, and pick a team on the road. 
Can we have the the talk about all the idiots out there who said, "Oh, you're going if you can't hold a 14 point lead in the final two minutes, you don't deserve to win." That's not the argument. The argument is if he goes down, the game's over. There's no way they can win. Impossible. Literally impossible. Zero. Yeah, the Jets. All the I mean, like the Jets coaches and players were kind of like, I can't believe he. We, they're like we we didn't think he was going to score. We resigned ourselves to losing the game and thought he was going to go down. And then he jumps in, and all of a sudden the game is continued. Like there had been two thousand three hundred thirty three consecutive games where a team held that lead inside of that time period without the team losing. And the last team to do it was the two thousand one Browns. That's how rare it is. And it's because Nick Chubb didn't drop down at the one yard line. Which well, is Kareem thing- Hunt when I left, he he doesn't get a pre pass either. He went out of bounds on the play before. Good point. Good point. Yeah, let's blame Kareem Hunt as well. Um. Oh, so are we going to do the parlay or no parlay? I don't really care. No, no parlay. Fine. Jaguars at the Chargers. My Jaguars. There's a new sheriff in Jacksonville, Pete. This guy. Um, well, you don't need, they don't even let you in that town. What are you talking about? I haven't been back to Jacksonville in a long time. I should go back. I like Jacksonville. Um, maybe we should go play golf and meet up in Jacksonville. Play golf. I would, there's a lot of great golf in Jacksonville. That's one there's thing they do have. Yeah, that they do. Um, Jaguars at the Chargers. Chargers minus seven over under 47 and a half. The over under is actually ticked down uh, a half a point and is dropping. Is now juice the under, which is kind of interesting. Uh, any, what, what do you think about this game, Pete? Uh, do you think your old hometown team can keep looking like a possible AFC South champion? Well, they're the best team in the AFC South right now. I, I picked them to win. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the way they played defense last week, they just brutalized the Colts offensive line. Just brutalized them. Even Quentin Nelson got turtled in that game. It was turtled. It was on his back. And I think play good on defense. My concern with them is can they keep Bosa and Khalil Mack off Trevor Lawrence? That's the concern. So I think they'll hang around in the game because of their defense and because of Herbert's injury situation. But so I'll take the Jaguars plus the seven, and would uh, would it it wouldn't shock me to see them be right in the game at the end. The only problem is history says otherwise. They've been awful on the West Coast. I, I think they're three and fifteen or something on the West Coast. They've been terrible on the West Coast. You've been you've been beating them. that Jaguars West Coast drum. For, I mean, like not not in a bad. I mean, just you've been accurately pointing out how bad they are what they do though normally they've gone out on friday and doug peterson said no 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 this is a business trip we're going out on saturday and that's when we're coming back on sunday none of that friday stuff so um i'm going to take jacksonville plus the points here is one of my best bets yeah maybe that travel is the difference here my best bets the other way chargers minus seven if herbert's healthy i love the chargers at this number the look ahead was minus nine it came down after jacksonville looked dominant against the colts i think that's about as good as jacksonville's going to look all season so we're getting them fading them off of their peak performance not that i think they're bad i was high on them i have a trevor lawrence mvp ticket in my my little uh you know pocket that i'm that probably isn't going to hit um obviously with some of the quarterbacks that are playing but you know that was my way of getting a positive jacksonville play which i wanted to make this season jacksonville's defense you know coming off that 
that best game of the year, but that was against Ashton Doolin as a number one receiver. That's that's not going to be the case here, even if Keenan Allen can't play in this game. Uh, Chargers offense, sixth in pass yards per play, second in sack rate. They're going to be able to put up points against this defense, which does have its flaws. It's playing much better, but but you know there are ways to exploit this defense. Jacksonville's offense strong in both categories too, but it's a tough test against a well-rested defense here coming off that Thursday game. Um, I think Jacksonville will progress throughout the year and look better as the season goes on, as you know Peterson Peterson is is um, you know getting more established with that team. Um, I don't think they're good enough to stay close to what I think is a really good Chargers team here, especially if, like I said, Herbert is healthy. And that rough travel spot for Jacksonville and Chargers aren't worried about opposing fans in the stands. This is the one game with the Chargers. You don't have to worry about opposing fans. You know, in the LA area, going to flood the stadium with fans because you're not going to have a bunch of Char- Jaguars fans out there. Um, so looking like Herbert's going to play, so I made the Chargers the best bet on our show. Um, I think if you want to wait for better health news and you're worried about the line moving up, I think it's fine to wait because they're a good teaser team to me at seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. Tease them with Denver, tease Denver up through three and seven um, and get Denver plus seven and a half if that's a way you want to play the Chargers in this game. So uh, Brandon Staley on uh, Wednesday evening said he's gotten a lot of rest since the last game. He's feeling more comfortable. Speaking of Justin Herbert, obviously. I know he was able to do some light throwing yesterday, some rotational work. We're just going to take it day by day and see where his comfort level is. Uh, according to Lindsay Theory of ESPN, um, Herbert did not throw any passes during the brief portion of practice open to reporters on Wednesday. Third-year quarterback watched his backups Chase Daniel and Easton Stick took throwing reps. I think the um, the problem with this game. Right, let me ask you, RJ. Does the does the under kind of moving? Does the game? Does the total m- moving towards the under worry you at all? From a um, you know, from a like people might not be. Like, 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 if they don't want to move the Chargers off a of seven, maybe they shift the total down in anticipation that Herbert doesn't play or Herbert is limited. Is that, I mean, is that any kind of sign there? Yeah, I don't think it's indicative of the news of him not playing. I think there's a factor in there of, okay, if he doesn't play, you know, we're good. That number is obviously going to come crashing down. If he does play, it's possible a really good Chargers defense just holds the Jacksonville to 10 points anyway. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're kind of hedging your bets a little bit there that um, that even if he does play, um, the number's probably not going to shoot up too much. And if it does, you might still cash out if Jacksonville just does not show up for that West Coast trip. For sure. Um yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I think the other part of the problem is like if you you ha- it's tough to take this. Like, yeah, I just don't want to lay seven, and then you know, you're not going to know until you know, like two thirty on Sunday afternoon whether or not Herbert is definitely playing, unless unless he's ruled in by Friday, which just given light throwing on Wednesday, that seems unlikely to me. Yeah, well, we're we're not doing this show at two thirty on Sunday afternoon, so uh, no, 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 of course not. He's going to play, so I, I'm going to lock him in as a best bet now. And uh, if he doesn't, then I'm going to feel really bad about that. I do hope we hit more clear, clarity on his injury status before I got to lock in my contest picks because I would love to take the Chargers in the contest if it looks like he's going to play. And if it's he's just questionable in a game time decision, you obviously can't do that. Right, and that was that was sort of my yeah. I was really more making it as a as a point to if you were listening or watching the podcast. You know, and you're like, oh, RJ's got the Chargers the best bet. You don't need to rush to bet the Chargers. I think if, mm-hmm. if you do like the Jaguars, if you're like, oh, Prisco's got the best bet, and you want to go lock it in, you want to get the seven now because I can't. I don't think if Herbert once Herbert's in this game, this game's not going to like nine or anything. I mean, this is like it's just going to be seven. I mean, it, I mean it, it, the look ahead was nine, so I mean oh. it could go back up there, but um, the, you know that. What if Daniel? Jack- what if Daniel plays? It goes to five. Oh, it probably goes lower than that. Two, I think it's like two and a half. Will be all over Jacksonville, anything higher than four. So I think maybe three, three and a half. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Herbert's got to be worth more than that to the line. So anyway, like just be cognizant of that as you're making your picks, putting your best bets in, et cetera, et cetera, or like, you know, putting your picks into your pool. That's one that you may have to keep an eye on depending on what your lock time is. The Rams minus three and a half at the Cardinals over under 48 and a half, Pete. Yeah, I, Arizona came back and they showed well in the second half of that game in terms of their offense. I, I just don't think they're that good. And, and the Rams haven't played very well. I think the Rams have had a little bit of the Super Bowl hangover so far. It was a block punt that cost anybody who had the Rams uh, the chance to win that game last week, which was me. And uh, I think that they're going to play much better here. They're the better team, and they really handled the Cardinals and, and Kyler Murray. So I think they're going to do that here. So I'm going to lay the points with the Rams on the road. Rams offense struggling a bit, but good on third down, thanks to Cooper Cup, where Arizona's defense ranks 31st. Um, the Rams stats, you want to you know quote them all, see how, if they're looking mediocre in certain categories. They're skewed by that Bills game, and the Bills you know are going to do that to a lot of teams. Um, but the Rams took care of Elaine, if not for the punt block, like you said, should have covered that game, looked a lot better in that game. Arizona has seven points in the first half of their two games combined. They should be 0-2 if Vegas didn't play pre- prevent offense and prevent defense in that game. Um, McVay owns this matchup, as we know. Arizona got their win. Kingsbury got his win last year this ain't the same team from last year with arizona they, they have an incomplete receiver core they don't look very good um so i have the rams as a best bet minus three and a half as well um i don't think that there's they hang around in this game and i don't think the rams let them back into the game in the second half wait did you have the rams as a best bet pete i don't think uh, I, pete. I don't remember uh okay no it wasn't on the sheet i just heard also so he, he, he said he said he likes them so i was just yeah, yeah i would yeah i like i like the Rangers as well i don't have them as best bet but yes i mean that would this would be a parlay piece if we actually did the parlay anymore we have the uh i think the Bengals and the and the rams and maybe one more that's already in there anywho um yeah i, I think the rams are in a good spot here the cardinals the cardinals did, offense is completely unsustainable you can't just have Kyler Murray running around making weird stuff happen on fourth down and on two point conversions and hope that that's just going to, that's going to work for you in wild comeback fashion. It's almost, it's like reminiscent of like what the Seahawks used to do with Russell Wilson, where they would just like blah, 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 blah. And then turn, like, all right, Russ, we're, we're losing. Can you do some, make your magic beans happen? Like that's not a sustainable offense. If the Cardinals try and do it, um, or if that's what the Cardinals plan is, it's not going to work. Um, Sneaky uh, fantasy, a sneaky DFS matchup here, I think, too, uh, between these two teams. You got a total up at 48 and a half, but neither team is particularly enthralling from a, uh, you know, a, a, a ownership perspective. So maybe you could get some uh, some lower owned players in that game. Falcons at the Seahawks. Seahawks. Ooh, well, that line has moved. The Seahawks were minus two. The Seahawks are now it is now a pick them with an over under a 42. Uh, Pete. You're back in the Seahawks. Does that make you happy or, or nervous? Sounds like yeah. Pete is having a uh, connection. I, mean, I don't know if he can jump out and jump back in. Um, RJ. You you're kind of in and out, Pete. Hear me? Yeah, you're freezing up and jumping oh, yeah. in and out. Yeah. Just close out and, j- and click the link and come back in. Yeah, so so by I, Pete's going to be on the Seattle side. My best bet is Atlanta at plus two. Um, you know, it, it, you guys can't get it at plus two right now. We're seeing pick them on the screen. Maybe it moves back at some point. But um, you know, if you subscribe to Sportsline.com, you get my picks when I when I make them. You have to have the alert set up. I put Atlanta plus two in on Tuesday, so you would have been ahead of the line move there. Um, I'm not worried about travel. Obviously, Falcons stayed out west after the Rams game. Um, you know, like when teams do that, so they're not worried about travel issues. Atlanta's offense has solid numbers considering they faced good New Orleans and Rams 
teams' defenses. Um, so uh, Atlanta's offense looks a little frisky there. Seattle's defense, 29th in pass yards per play. I don't trust the run D either with Adams done. Seattle's offense, just 234.5 yards per game. They limit mistakes, but there's not much upside with that offense, I think. I think the Atlanta offense is the best unit in this game. I think they're going to win. I have them as a best bet at plus two. Pete, your audio, your audio is being choppy again. Um, the uh, it may be you know, your, your video is being funky too. I don't know if it's your, are you. I don't know if you're plugged in or not. Um, anyway, Pete has the Seahawks as the best bet. They are a pick'em now. Uh, they were at minus two. I guess he's playing the two, or we give him a pick'em. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, Pete, yeah, Pete by two point is, uh, is 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 going off the rails. Moving along through some games more quickly, the Chiefs minus six and a half at the Colts and over under of 50. Um, probably a bad buy list, but probably a bad buy high spot on the Chiefs. Um, Indy should be desperate. They're over two. I got the Chiefs as a best bet, though, because I think that there's this like uh, 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 thing is measuring contest, if you will, RJ, between. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Andy Reid slash Patrick Mahomes. And I think that the Chiefs are like, so like, all right, Tyreek, you want to go off? Well, we're going to keep going off. And I, I think we see an explosive offense uh, for the Chiefs, and, and they're just a much better team than the Colts at this point. So if Tyreek Hill was not playing well for Miami, do you think the Chiefs would take a step back and, and, yes, they, that's right. and try offense, to score points? Their offense, their offense would be slower as yeah. a result, yes. So this line was three on the look ahead. Colts look as bad as humanly possible. Again, you know, against the Jacksonville, a team people thought they'd show up for. And it shot up to six and a half. So um, my, at six and a half, my lean is to Indy. Just figuring they cannot be as bad as they've looked. Uh, it's dropped down to five and a half. I wouldn't play them there. It's hard to imagine the Indy D getting pressure on Mahomes and slowing the offense down. That offense can't afford to have not have Pittman in Indy. So it's too easy to defend that passing game. So if he plays, maybe the line comes down a little bit more. Um, but Matt Ryan, I mean, he may be done, especially if the offensive line issues continue for Indy. You know who the backup is in Indy, right? Uh Somebody named Stick. Nicholas Foles. Oh my God. Oh my God. United. You know, can we can we get him in there and save another season and, and take Indy to the Super Bowl? Can Frank Reich do what it? If, again? What if what if Nick Foles like does what Carson Wentz couldn't do and like wins okay, goes to the playoffs for Indianapolis? Go, oh my God. Carson Wentz would have another Nick mental breakdown. Stick, stop it, would you? Just stop. I, I just want I just want Carson Wentz to have another mental breakdown. That's all I care about. I just wanted to put that earworm in, in Brinson's head because he's going to repeat it now for the next 12 weeks until Foles gets put in the in the, in the the game. Uh, Pete, do you think Matt Ryan's toast? No, he was brutalized last week. I don't care who the quarterback was last week. He would have been brutalized. No, he was, yeah. it was awful. Saints minus three at the Panthers over under 40 and a half. I have no idea. I have no idea what to do with this game. I don't either. It's the hardest game on the board. I, I, my, lean is, my lean is to the Saints because of their defense, and that's the only reason. I, I think. I think both. It's gonna like. It's who's whose defense is going to score. Somebody's right. defense is going to score this game because one of the offenses is going to make a stupid mistake, and that's who's going to win this game. Yeah, I like the under under a little bit at 41. It's down to 40 and a half. I'm not going to play it there. Carolina plus three is probably the value to me. Um, their defense played surprisingly strong so far. The number one in pass yards per play, somewhat due to the opponents they're playing. Um, maybe the New Orleans offense is better if Kamar is back. I don't know that they deserve to be road favorites with the way they played in that game. Um, so, yeah, probably a stay away from me too. The Lions at the Vikings. Vikings minus six, over under 52 and a half. You could set this over under at 59 and a half, and I would take the over. I'm going to take Lions overs until they stop hitting. I realize it's actually ticked down a little bit. Um, I don't care. The, the Lions, 
the, the Lions are the, are the like, they are going to just involve you in a shootout one way or another, whether it's them flying back against your defense or whether it's them getting a lead and you being able to score against their questionable defense. Over, over, over. I love this over. And I don't know if you can hear it. Pete, Pete, your audio is cutting out again, but you were ripping Kirk Cousins to shreds for not playing well on Monday night. I agree with you. They'll play better. Oh, my God. Freeze frame that. Um, moving along. Unless you have a, unless you have a best bet on this, RJ. I don't believe you do. I don't know. Detroit's defense looking okay. Detroit's defense looked incredible in the first half against Washington. Um, but then they fell apart and we still hit the over pretty easy in that game. So no chance they slow down Justin Jefferson here. Minnesota's in a tough travel and rest spot off a road game on Monday. They have the UK game next week. So um this is a tough matchup for them. I think that's probably why the lines come down to six. I agree with that line move, but I don't think there's much value on the six. I'm staying away. I, I think, and I'm not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure Pete just left. Like, I think he just left. Like he's well, I want to blame him. I've dealt with internet. He's back. he's back. I thought you left. Nice. Uh, we only got three more games to cover. It will be quick with them. Packers at the Bucks. Bucks minus one over under 42. The Bucks have no receiver help here, Pete. Um, this, this is a crazy total for an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady game, and it might go under by a lot. It's sad that this might be their last regular season meeting, and we got to talk about the defenses because the mm. receivers aren't playing. It's bad. Uh, I like the Packers. I think they're defensive. I, I like the under. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but I'll take the Packers in this game. This Remember what Roger said at the end of the game the other night? Went to last same. This season is mirroring what happened last year. Mm-hmm. They went to Jacksonville, got blown out by the Saints. They got blown out in the opener this year. But, and, then, and then went on Monday Night Football or, or in primetime and slaughtered a division opponent. And then they beat the Niners. Yeah. Last year, they went out on the road in week three and beat the Niners. Now they're going to go on the road and beat the beat the Bucks. And and the Bucks defense is good, and the Packers' defense is good. So I think it's a low-scoring game, but I'll take the Packers. Don't love it, but I take the Packers. Hakeem Hicks is a sneaky big loss, by the way. Yeah, I'd lean to the under, too, 40, 42 in this game. Um, you know, Detroit's de- uh, the G- Tampa Bay's defense elite versus the pass, 13 yards per play, third and sack rate. Um, Tampa Bay owned the two matchups in 2021, both outright as dogs. Donovan Smith practicing with an elbow brace. They need him. His, his backup is out now, too, and so you don't want to play a third-string tackle against the Green Bay defense. Um, with all the injuries Tampa has, probably an under game even at the low total, but uh, I don't really want to play it. I think the in the contest, the circle lines came out for the contest uh, at 1 p.m. on Thursday, and they put this as a pick so maybe we do see a little more movement and getting Packers plus one is a smart mark probably here. Uh, 49ers minus one and a half at the Broncos over under 45. Can Russell Wilson get it going, Pete, or is this offense doomed to be stagnant for another week? Well, I, I think the 49ers are the better team. Uh, I think they're a better team with Jimmy Garoppolo on the field. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I it's, still not, it's still not good for the 49ers because you got to find out what the other guy is. You drafted him third overall. That's not a good thing for the Niners, but they're better now than they would be if they had Trey Lance. Uh, I think they limit what the Broncos do offensively. They don't scare anybody. The Denver defense has played pretty well, but I'm going to take the Niners in this game. Don't love it, but I'll take the Niners. My leans to Denver, moot lines move four and a half points off the look ahead. Too much, I think, despite the coaching mismatch here. You're right, San Francisco upgraded quarterback. Both these have been elite so far, but have an easy matchup, since so they might be tested here. Um, Denver's offense, one of two teams that are top seven in yards per play in both rush and pass. They are moving the ball. They are being efficient moving the ball. They are not scoring when they get into the red zone. Um, so maybe they'll figure they that out. They've six on red zone trips so far this season. Right, so I would play them in a teaser up to seven and a half. I don't think that they're bad enough to be giving that much on the road now that it's moved that far, but I'm okay leaning to them at the plus one and a half too. Cowboys at the Giants. Giants minus one. This line has actually dropped a point and a half. I thought it was Giants minus two and a half, or maybe it's moved since we locked it in. Uh, over under 39. I will double check on that. Uh, 
Yeah, it says one here at Caesars. was two and a half last night, so that's moved pretty substantially. Uh, Pete, any thoughts on this thrilling ugh, Monday night? Okay, this is so gross. This is Monday night. Freaking Cooper. I like, the Cow- I like the Cowboys in this spot. Uh, I just The Giants do nothing for me. Um, and, and, look, the Cowboys will play the same way they did last week. They'll run the ball and they'll play good defense. That's what they'll do. And I think that'll, that'll give them a chance to win the game. Uh, and ultimately, I think they do win the game. So I'll take the Cowboys. How do we end up with another with Troy even calling another Cowboys game? Like, <laughs> unbelievable. This guy can't get away from him. Yeah, well, you're going to put the, the the Cowboys on Monday night, no matter how the quality right. of the team. You, know, you want, want people want to watch the Cowboys. Giants kind of fortunate to be two and zero. Offense twenty sixth in pass yards per play, thirtieth in sack rate. That's a problem when Micah Parsons coming to town. Um, those numbers were done against Tennessee and Carolina too. You know, now you get that elite Dallas pass rush. Giants defense winning on third down despite their injuries. That's going to have to continue. Uh, Cooper Rush is solid. You can't just stop stack the box and stop the run game. And he now has. 2-0 in his career, wins over the Bengals, won as a dog against Vikings last year. That was a primetime game on the road, too. So you can't even blame the spot here and say he's going to wilt under the pressure because he went out and beat the Vikings in a pressure spot there. Tyler Smith making a big impact um, on that offense. The, the offense is 20th in sack rate, better than I thought they'd be, considering the state of that line when we came into the season. Um, so I think probably first half bet is a better play on Dallas. Um, you know, they marched down the field on their first two drives last week, and he looked great. So maybe they're scripting well for for uh, Cooper Rush. And then once the game gets a little bit, you know, in the improvisational mode, uh, he's not, you know, going to score many points. So I would play Dallas on the first half, but I lean that way also on the full line. Nice. Uh, Mike Stacks in the chat says, I just joined you guys like Cincinnati for Survivor. Mike, if you go back to uh, find the segment where, and they should be, I don't, I think they're cut up eventually on YouTube, but when we talk about the Bears game, we actually did a detailed breakdown on this is what we like for Survivor this week. I just don't want to repeat it for anyone who's listening. So check out the Bears uh, Texan segment. RJ, you've actually got two look ahead lines for week four, right? Yeah, so you can play look at headlines. The books release them, you know, typically on Tuesdays, um, and, and they give they let you bet them. You know, they don't have as high maximums, but I don't think most of us are put, betting the max anyway. Um, the two lines I like: Phillies minus seven against Jacksonville. They're minus six and a half at Washington this week, so that's only a half point more, even yeah, though they're at home point. against the Jacksonville team. It's going to end a brutal travel spot West Coast this week. Then they got to go home. Then they got to go up to Philly. Um, so I think the market might be overrating Jacksonville. This if Philly goes out and takes care of business against Washington, this line's going to be higher. Than seven, so be eleven, like ten or eleven. If they, if they smoke, if they absolutely smoke, Doug Peterson awesome. revenge game. They're going to try harder. Uh, and also like Giants minus three against Chicago. Chicago, worst team in the league, I think. Um, and, and with that offense, Giants two and zero. Oh. I know a little overrated two and zero, oh, but three at home against Chicago, like that, that just seems like complete disrespect. If uh, the Giants look good, and the this line's going to reopen on Sunday night before the Monday night game. So it's going to just be on what Chicago does against Houston. If they beat beat Houston, they don't look awful. Maybe the line is three. I just don't know that it's going to happen, and people are going to If Houston wins in Chicago, this line's like five or six. Right, it's going to go up because the Giants are not a bad team. Uh, they, they have a good coach there, and uh, they're just not getting enough credit on this line. So I think jump on the three now. I don't think it's going to be there Sunday night and jump on Philly minus seven. Nice look ahead there, RJ, uh, to week four. Um, unfortunately, we can't give you those best bets at those numbers, but if uh, hopefully people will take your advice and make some actionable moves on there. All right, very quickly, our best bets. Pete has the Commanders plus six and a half. The Commanders Eagles over. So both of those are best bets. The Seahawks minus two. The Patriots minus three. The Jaguars plus seven. And the Raiders minus two. 
RJ's best bets are the Dolphins plus six, Cincy minus five, the Chargers minus seven, head-to-head with Pete there. Atlanta plus two, head-to-head with Pete there as well. The Rams minus three and a half, and a teaser getting Houston plus eight and a half and Tennessee plus eight. My best bets are the Titans plus two. As you can see, I'm reading all my best bets at the end of the show as I do every week, guys. Titans plus two, Titans over 45 and a half, Eagles over uh, I think 47, Lions over 52 and a half, Chiefs minus five and a half, Bengals minus five. That'll do it for the pick show. Week three, best bets. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're if you're watching, whenever you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button, turn on alert, subscribe, turn on alerts. For Pete, for RJ, I'm Brinson. We will talk to you guys later. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If, ready PG.